What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Men Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about Roe versus Wade and the overturn of the the possible overturn of verse, of Roe versus Wade and the importance of what what this means for the church and our nation. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts, Anthony Kernut and Craig Reynolds. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Kernut here on Real Men Talk, here with Craig Reynolds. Hey, listeners, how are we doing today? And our very own producer, Steve C. Yeah, right? I'm a silent partner. <laughs> All right. All right, so today we're going to be talking about this uh, this possible Roe versus Wade overturn and uh, and what it means for the church and for our nation. Um, this is this is a big deal. This has just come out uh, today's May third, and and uh, it just come out here here just last couple of days. Um, this possible or this leak uh, of document talking about uh, how the Republican or the conservative um, judges are going to overturn this, and uh, th- this is this is huge. This is huge business, and uh, it's huge. It's huge for the church of this nation. It's a big step in the right direction, and it is very exciting. Yes, well, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the uh, prayers being answered of the people of the righteous people standing up. You know, this may not be um, a huge win because the huge win would be seeing um, abortion completely just annihilated, no more abortions. But you know, we got to count our small victories. It, you know, it's it's a small battle won in the fight. And, uh, and, you know, I, I just can't wait to see what goes on from here. You know, I think this is the beginning of great things in the middle. Uh, we've talked about it before in the middle of darkness, we're going to see great light. That's right. You know, so, uh, so we're going to, we're going to thank the Lord for this and praise him, uh, in the middle of this. And, um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm excited to see that even in the middle of all the chaos and under the current administration that this is happening, you know, it's, it's powerful. Yes. It's, it is so exciting because, um, because it is a step in the right direction. It is, you, you know, we're seeing changes. Yes. We're seeing things happen. That, I'm going to be real honest with you. I never thought that we would see this underneath this, this administration. I never thought, I didn't think it was even going to be a, possi- a possibility um, underneath this administration. And we are seeing a light in a dark place. And it is huge. It's huge for the church. It's huge for our nation. Um, because let's, abortion is nothing short of murder. Right. Um, it is a spirit of Jezebel. It's a spirit of sacrifice to Baal. Um, it is. It is everything that the the evil that is trying to take over our nation represents. Yeah. And um, and this is huge. Now understand, you know, going into this, that this this does not abolish abortion, but this they abortion Planned Parenthood can no longer get federal funding. Um, it's all up to the states. It's all up to um, you know each state will have its own uh, its own choice in that matter, and they can only only that state can fund Planned Parenthood in that state. And so this is this is this is a big step in in the right direction you'll be you'll be able to see states step up as we already have you know you look at, at places like Oklahoma and and uh, Alabama j- just to, to 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 mark a few uh, even here in Missouri we yes. have pretty strict uh, you know abortion laws and stuff like that and, it's, and that's exciting but to see that be able to to be a result of of what is happening now um, is is massive, you know, and of course this this document was leaked, which I'm sure was on purpose. Um, it, it was it, it was purpose, 
just to throw a wrench in what the conservatives are doing and and stuff like that. And so, um, but I don't I don't think that they're going to be able to stop it at this point because no, we have done with malicious intent. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's what it was. Absolutely. And so this this is exciting. Um and it's exciting because because you have you have things going on like we were we were discussing before the show, you know, this bill um in California, this bill AB 2223. I want you to look it up. If you're listening and you ha- you have questions, you can look this up yourself. It's in California. Uh, again, the bill is AB 2223. And what this bill states is that if a, an abortion or murder can happen all the way up to 28 days after conception, there are no, no questions asked. And uh, th- this is absolutely appalling. Yeah. This, this is appalling. It, Legalized it is, murder. That's exactly what that is. It is terrifying that that people feel like that this is this is right. That somebody they feel like they can take somebody's life. You, you know, and not that not that abortion up to you know up to conception is is right by any means. But you're talking about a baby that that will be held in a somebody's hands. Yes, yeah. a month old. Been, a month old. Been nursed. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then killing it. Yeah. I mean, where where does it stop from there? You, you know, do, you, you know. I remember. And of course, it didn't pass, but I remember there was a there was a bill um, that was presented. I want to say I want to say it was New York. I can't remember exactly, but it was talking about you know that that if you had a child that had special needs, mm-hmm. Down syndrome or something like that, that you could abort up to a year old. Yeah. Of course, it didn't pass. Thank God. Thank God it didn't pass. You know, but where where does this stop? If this sets precedence now, twenty eight days. What's what's to say something like that doesn't happen? Well, that's right. You know, I, going back to you know it happening under the current administration and what they stand. Obviously, their stance on uh, on pro choice is it's it's evident. You know, right. um, yes. and and it, this verse came to mind. I I looked it up. You know, it, it came right back to mind. But it's Romans uh, chapter thirteen says, "For there is no." authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. There's no one in authority in any position unless God allows it. Right. And this, I think just proves that no matter who's in authority, God still has a final say. Right. It doesn't matter what they believe, what they push. God, God allows it. And, uh, and you know, it's crazy though, to think that we even have to have these discussions of, uh, just pure wickedness in the hypocrisy of it. Yes. You know, a woman can have an abortion at what, you know, six months, we'll just say six months pregnant. She can have an abortion, whatever. Nobody thinks anything. It's not murder. It's her choice, her body, her choice, whatever. But yet you take a man that is armed and dangerous. He shoots that same woman that's six months pregnant. He gets charged for the murder of two people. Right. Well, where is that? How is that? That's not even, I mean, if you're not going to charge her for murder, then why would you charge that man? Right. It that just doesn't make sense. The, the double standard, exactly. you know, which, you know, let's be real honest. There's not a whole lot of anything that has made sense in the last few years. No. You know, since this administration has taken over, there's, you know, good grief. Most of the people in this administration can't complete a full sentence. Right. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and both our president and vice president, you know, it, it's, it's embarrassing. And, um, but you know, here we are, we've got good things going, you know, and I, and I found this, uh, I found this, this pastor, um, over in California who's standing up, who is, who is, um, 
who's taking a stand on this bill that's that's happening there in California. And he's got some great insight. This guy, this guy did a fantastic job, and I was so impressed with him. He's a pastor there in California, and um, he uh, is. They call him Pastor Jack. Uh, you can actually look this video up if you want to. It's called Pastor Jack's Testimony. Uh, he's at the he's in Sacramento at the um, the state capitol, and he is he's opposing this this bill, this AB twenty two twenty three. Steve, you want to play that? My name is Pastor Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, and thankfully represented about three thousand people this morning that were out on the Capitol steps. And my passion is more one of experience. I'm a survivor of an abortion, December 24th, 1957. I'm very glad to be here. But in light of all of that, what I'd like to draw to your attention and maybe appeal to uh, the uh, more moral side of you, not to take away anything from what was said, uh, the fact of the matter is we're talking about a human life. We're talking about uh, this uh, legislation that if it's passed, that the perinatal, meaning that it can be defined or not defined, is very loosely open. I assume that all of you have read the bill that we're talking about, in a sense, legalizing murder because nobody can investigate if you've read that, nobody can determine how this child died. It was mentioned a moment ago that uh, a woman could be uh, depressed or uh, confused after pregnancy. And during that time, the child is dead. Why? We need to find out why. It's not to prosecute or to bring anything against anyone, but it's the value of human life. And what my argument is, is to acknowledge the fact that we are going down a road that is not only one that could be criminal. I mean, personally, I, with my high view of life itself, that those that are supporting this bill, they're supporting a bill that legalizes the termination of a born child, a child that is now beyond the age of debate. Is it life or is it a blob or is it whatever? This is a living, breathing child. And in the case where there's a stillborn, we have mitigated these things for centuries as a culture. But we're going down a path that is dangerous and that is an affront. And again, today's display at the Capitol steps is something that all of you, I beg of you to take notice of. And I understand, Mr. Rodriguez, we live in the same, almost the same neighborhood. I understand that it's time for him to retire. Thank you for your service. But this is something that is critical. It's not going to go away no matter how it's voted upon, because this is a hill for moral people to die on. And I'll leave you with this. The Bible says in Proverbs 31, defend those who have no voice and those who are destined to be crushed. That's a 3,000-year-old proverb that sounds like it was written yesterday. And I would ask you to consider that rather than bring something about that would weigh upon not only your conscience, but with all due respect, it's not your conscience I'm concerned about. It's that child that should have a right to live. And all of you are going to have that on you. And as citizens, we must hold you accountable to defend life as one who had a life defended. I'm happy, was happy, still am happy to be able to be alive and to testify before you today. I urge you, please, on behalf of the citizens of California, to oppose AB 2223. Thank you. Wow. So that was, that was Pastor Jack Hibbs from Chino Hills Calvary Chapel. 
Um, you can look him up on YouTube. That that video clip, if you would like to see it, um, is it's called Pastor Jack's testimony. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. And uh, the the guy was, you know, here we are. We're talking about a guy who is he is a an abortion survivor. This is amazing. Um, this is amazing because he he knows he he understands. I mean, they they got, his life could have been ended. And here we are. We we're seeing the effects of uh, of God overturning this abortion and him being a, a pastor and, and uh, uh, you know using God using him to further his kingdom and standing up for what's right. You know, a lot of this stuff plays into a, a previous podcast that we did on morality, and uh, and we're seeing the the effects of the lack of morality that, that you know any of this stuff is even in question is it's it's a moral issue you know there's no moral compass anymore and and uh and i believe that that god is trying to raise up a moral nation um to uh, a moral remnant i should say uh to take a stand uh for what is right for for these 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 young babies lives that uh that god could use you know yeah um and you know I, I think it's important that you know we not that we're not afraid you know when it comes to anything you know morality when it comes to the biblical view of marriage when it comes to you know the identity of man and woman that God created us to be and and abortion's no different when it comes to these moral issues like these they've been politicized but they're at the end of the day they they're a, a direct attack against God's creation that's right and um and i I think it's important that we be bold. You know, we be loving, but we be bold and we don't step down from it. We be educated uh, on the statistics behind them, on, on the on the horror stories behind them, and most importantly on what Scripture says about them. You know, I was uh, we were talking about this uh, a few minutes ago, but, you know, a, a big argument that's used in the case of abortion is that, well, what if in the case a woman's raped? Right. Yeah, okay. They use that all the time. It, it's the main main thing that's thrown out there. Well, here, here's the statistics, okay? And this is from USA Today, okay, which is not a conservative. You can't say it's a conservative right. uh, news outlet. You know, it, it's not. So it's not coming from some right-wing person right. that's pro-life. But it says that just 1% of women obtained an abortion because they became pregnant through rape and less than 0.5% do, do so because of incest. Right. So, you know, that... Is that's the statistics on it? Yeah, you guys can look those up for yourself and um, and and see what you know uh, if I'm telling truth and, and and fact check it. But you know that's the main thing, and that is uh, it's the biggest argument, and right. uh, and we have to be clear on that. And then most importantly, you know we got to be clear on what the scripture says. That's you know, right. What what does scripture say about life? About about uh, you know, do we have the right to take life away? Do we have the, you know, do we have that? Um, you know, I mean, I, I think sometimes we overcomplicate these things, you know, Exodus chapter 20 says you shall now murder. Right. It's very clear cut. It's very simple. Yeah. Um, but then you want to go into the, the life of a child and into the, and, and specifically, you know, of conception Psalms one thirty nine says for 13, starting verse 13 says for you created me, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, 
when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. You know, uh, Jeremiah 1 and 5, very common uh, passage of scripture. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Psalms 127 says this, in certain verse 3 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward for him, or from him. I mean, that tells you there, I mean, children are a gift from God. That's right. You know, that they are, you know, even Jesus said, if you hurt one of these little ones, it's better a millstone be tied around your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they are the next generation. They're the ones that are eventually going to be the ones that carry on the gospel, you know, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart. There's That's so right. much emphasis on scripture on the younger children and, and bringing up that next generation. And, and, and just like that pastor said, for those who don't have a voice to defend themselves, we have to be that voice. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, uh, of course, there's, there's so much more for us to talk about. We're going to take a small break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to continue talking about the importance of what is going on here. If you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. Men, get ready to experience an unforgettable weekend full of food, fellowship, competitions, and the anointed Word of God. Come be a part of the annual Real Men Rally, May 20th and 21st at the Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Come expecting a mighty move of God Friday night at 6 p.m. with international speaker, author, and the founder of Revival Makers, Tony Suarez. All his power, all of his might, because he filled you with the Holy Ghost, and now his name is on your life, and because of the name you have access to the inheritance that belongs to the name of Jesus I'm gonna stop right here and say thank you Jesus for the Holy Ghost on Saturday come have breakfast with us at 8 a.m. followed by a dynamic session from Pastor Joe Dobbins of the Twin Rivers Worship Center in St. Louis Missouri worship provided by the Palace of Praise worship team gather up your friends and be a part of this memorable weekend tickets for this event are just $20 in advance or $25 at the door buy your tickets today in person at the Real Men Rally booth in the church foyer or online at realmenrally.com. For group rates, please contact the church at 573-785-4232 or by email, contact us at palaceofpraise.com. Real Men Rally 2022 featuring Tony Suarez, Joe Dobbins, and the Palace of Praise worship team Friday night, May 20th, and Saturday, May 21st at the Palace of Praise. If you have a question or comment about this week's show, please email us at realmen at palaceofpraise.com. 
Now, back to the show with Anthony and Craig. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Men Talk. Here we are. We're talking about this uh, this Roe versus Wade overturn um, and the significance of what it is uh, to our nation and to the church and how it is a step in the right direction. Before we went on break, we were talking about the AB twenty two twenty three. Yes, the California bill. bill. And you got some good absolutely, stuff there. It's absolutely like you said. It's evil on a whole other level. So Assemblywoman Buffy Wicks, uh, she's a Democrat from Oakland, uh, has intended to put this bill forward that basically uh, states that no Californian can be investigated, prosecuted, or incarcerated for ending a pregnancy. So in in other words, they're going to make it legal to basically kill your child. Yes. In so many words. So it sounds like, you know, up to like 28 days. So if you go home and you, this baby gets on your nerves and, and you throw it across the room and it dies, they're like, they're not going to do anything to you. It's basically saying that the, uh, the coroner will not, in, I mean, basically the coroner won't investigate. Yeah. Is, I is mean, that kind of like a warranty? Like, I don't want it. Right. It's like a warranty. No foul play here. No foul play. Uh, I, like I am, I, I, I'm at a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For words on this, like I cannot believe that anybody would even think of such things. And don't we get, get me wrong? I'm sure they're playing it up like there's, you know, you, you know, we we want to protect, you know, something. Well, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to protect, but they're trying to protect something. Well, and criminals is what they're trying to protect, is what it sounds like. And uh, you, you know, they'll play it up all nice and neat on some on some kind of a level. But this this is a new level of evil um that we are seeing and it is it is attack on our nation. It is attack you know, like we were talking about this pastor, this uh, Jack Hibbs, you know, he he's an abortion survivor and look what God is doing with him. And, you know, God, these, these babies, they have a voice. And like you were saying before the the break, Craig, and how, how the Bible talks about how important, you know, children are to the Lord. You know, you look at, you look at Jesus when Jesus, you know, had, had the children coming up on his lap and he was blessing them and, and, and all that stuff. The disciples try to tell him, go on. He's like, whoa, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. You don't you don't realize how important these children are. Yeah, you, you know, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but you know that's that. Those were the words of Jesus. It, it, children are important. Yeah, we're even instructed to have childlike faith. That's exactly I right. Mean, it, there's just something. Uh, there's something pure and uh, and authentic about the faith of a child. You know, like you look at. I know you're you're a dad, Anthony. I don't have mm-hmm. kids, but your dad. You know, I'm sure at. Even well, I mean, even now your oldest kid's what seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm sure even him uh, to to de- you know a gr- degree still, uh, but even your youngest child, you know, at a certain age, they're like, man, my dad can do anything. Right, you know, they have that much confidence in you, and that's the same kind of confidence we're supposed to have, you know, in our in heavenly Christ, Father. Right, you know that man, no matter what is going on, he, he can do it. Right, and uh, and you know that, and that's uh, that's important that you know that is that illustrations used, you know, because mm-hmm. you know God is. I mean, you look in the uh, in the Old Testament, you know, in the in all the different lineage of the kings of Israel and stuff like that, you know. Uh, Josiah was eight years old when he became king of Israel. Right, you know God used a child, and um, and different things like that. But you know what we gotta be cautious of too. Like in this bill we're talking about, you know I'm reading through the same article that Steve has, and and you know you gotta be careful with the way they word things That's because right. they can make it so appealing. Yep. You know, it's, it's deceiving. Yeah. So I did some more digging on this. So here's I want to make sure you get your facts straight. So here's actually how it's termed. It says. Uh, 
the language of the bill states that a person shall not be subject to civil or criminal liability with, with respect to their pregnancy or actual potential or alleged pregnancy outcome, including miscarriage, stillbirth, abortion. And then they have quotes, prenatal death. And so the prenatal death part is what critics are focusing on. While the bill doesn't define prenatal death, the general term is from the period from 22 to 22 or 28 completed weeks of pregnancy up to seven days, completed days of life. Oh my gosh. And they use the words completed days of life. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, and they, they, they package it in such a way that it's, it's not bad, but that's exactly what the devil's going to do. He's not going to come out and be this big, uh, it won't be written in plain English. Yeah. He's not going to be some big fiery dragon with horns. I mean, he's going to come in a charming manner, well-spoken, well-groomed, well-mannered and, and he's going to deceive you. That's right. That's I exactly mean, right. That's how he does. That's that's what he does. You know, and so you you look at this this whole this what has happened in the Supreme Court and how these things tie together. Um, you you know, and what the the importance of of what is happening here. Um, the the fact that they can overturn Roe versus Wade. You, you know, when when this passed originally in, I can't remember what year it was. It's been several you know, a few decades now. And um, when when this happened. They didn't. They didn't talk about things like what's happening in, in California now. They they would have never passed it. They would have never passed it. They played it up. You know, women's rights. You know, we got we got to protect our women. You, you know, we, we got you know this and that. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away anything from women. Uh, you know, yes, we should protect our women. Different things, but we're not. We're not talking about killing people. No. You you know, come on. Yeah, you you know. And so the the fact that we can even overturn Roe versus Wade is such a huge step in the right direction. It is. It's. It's amazing. It, honestly, it's a miracle. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that it's happening now during this time, underneath this administration. It is huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It just you know everything going on. In fact, we're having to have this discussion. You know, it proves that the love of many is waxing cold. That there's no natural affection. You know, um, that is supposed to be there. You know, like I said earlier, scripture says that. You know, that children are a gift of God, you know, an inheritance, you know, to pass on. And uh, and we're not treating them that way. You know, I'm not saying we, but, you know, as a whole, we're not. We're not treating them that way. Right. You know, and uh, and I, I just say, God, forgive us. Yep. I mean, you know, forgive us for our sin, for, you know, I mean, really, and I've heard, you know, our pastors say this. All abortion is is idol worship. Because right. you are worshiping yourself at the sacrifice of another life. That's so exactly it does right. not inconvenience you. Yep. It's the one of the most selfish, next to suicide, in my opinion, most selfish things you can do. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's what it all boils down to. You know, and they're going to fight this thing tooth and nail. You know, the the, the liberals, the uh, the leftists and, and stuff. I mean, already uh, Obama has, has put out a statement that says, um, uh, it, it, it so this article says uh, Barack Obama has has said that the Supreme Court's draft ruling overturning abortion rights is quote a blow to not just a blow not just to women but to all of us who believe in free society unquote yeah you know and I'm like we're 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 supporting murder. Yeah, you, you know there there is there is no way around it. The the fact that you, you know you look at um, you look at Jesus and John the Baptist, you, you know uh, when when Mary and 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 Martha were together and how 
you know, John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit in in her womb. Yeah, at the mention of Jesus, the yes. birth. Of, yeah, you, you know, and I, you you see these. There are, there are examples after examples that you could pull out of the Bible over and over and over again oh, yeah. about how important children are. You know, and and so. It, and the reason why I say that is because this Roe versus Wade, this bill that's happening in in California, this is a direct attack on the Word of God. It's a direct attack on the church. It's a direct attack on God Himself, and uh, and it and I am so glad to see it taking a turn in the right direction. Yeah, and you know that that quote of uh, of Barack Obama that you just uh, quoted. This, this brings out another point. You know, we've talked about this in previous episodes about, you know, politics and church and, you know, and voting and things. This is why it's important that you do your research on who's running for office, what they stand for, if it lines up with biblical views, because that man, people that believe the same way he do, will try to do anything they can. They will say anything they can to, to win evangelical votes, to win the Christian majority. And they will, they'll claim to be Christians. Let me tell you something right now. If you stand for something like abortion, if in any way, shape, or form, you need to go. Re- you need to go look at your biblical convictions because something's out of whack. That's right. There's no way you can support it and say you're a Christian. That's right. I, absolutely. I, I'm. I'm going to be. You know, uh, to to say that you support anybody who supports abortion, I question your Christianity. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, you know, you can you can say what you want to about me. I don't. I don't care. It's one of the commandments. It, that's that's ex- not murder. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's one of the commandments. I, I mean, if you can't, when it comes to voting, I have a very simple rule. Uh, when it comes to voting, if you cannot get the simple fact that life is important, there is nothing else that you could say that, that will win me over. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, it's exactly right. You know, people, they have this, uh, I heard it today, you know, uh, in a message I was listening to is, you know, not everybody that preaches Jesus is the same Jesus of the Bible. That's right. They have their own. They have their own view of Jesus. Their own person of Jesus. You know, it's uh, it's this watered down Jesus. It's this man. There's no consequence, Jesus. Let me tell you something. Uh, Jesus, he'd be flipping tables over in Congress buildings and Capitol buildings right now. Oh, you're now. absolutely right. You know, don't he? Yeah, he's a god. You know, God's a god of love, but God's also a god of anger. Vengeance, right. vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Righteous anger, absolutely. Oh, righteous anger. Yeah, it's not just for anything. But let me tell you something. At the murder and the shedding of innocent blood that's been taking place, oh, you bet. Yes. You bet he would be, his anger would be kindled. And let me tell you, the, the fact that, that, you know, we have set ourselves up in this position to, to be able to overturn the, this, this um, uh, abomination mm-hmm. of, uh, of a law is, is huge. You, you know, and, and I think, I believe that the that the Lord will bless our nation because of this, Absolutely. because of taking yeah. you, you know I believe that curses fell on our nation when we passed that law, yeah. and you know the, 1973. That 1973. when it wasn't enacted. Yes, yeah. you know, and when 40, you take a, what 48, 49 years ago, something like yes. that. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when you take something like that into into your own hands, you know, God withdraws His hand. I mean, you look at Israel. Well, look at what happened to Israel when Jezebel took over. Oh, yeah. You know, and they were doing the same thing. When yeah. they were they were making these sacrifices to Bell and all this stuff, you know. And, and every time that they did, God would remove His hand from them. The same thing happened to Israel when it happened. So the fact that we can take a step in the opposite direction, yeah. you, you know, hopefully that we can we can bring God's hand back onto this nation. We and this will just be the first of many victories. Yeah, and I, I want to share this verse because um, 
and this is Proverbs chapter six, verse sixteen through nineteen, and and you know, this shows the the severity of what the shedding of innocent blood, what in the eyes of God, what His view of it is. It says there are six things the Lord the the six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to Him: haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. It says that the Lord doesn't, it didn't say he dislikes, it said he hates. Right. He hates right. the shedding hands, of innocent blood. Yes. Yes, hands that shed innocent yeah. blood. You know, and it's, I mean, it's cut dry right there, right there. And, and you could argue all day long. If you've got, if you've got questions about it, if you, if you think we're wrong, let us know. You know, I would love to discuss it with somebody. You, you know, you can, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. You can message us there, you know, comment, you, you send emails in, you got, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you just, just have a question just in general. Maybe it's not even about today. Send it to us. Let us know. Um, but, uh, we, we are, ta- we are with, uh, of the Supreme Court and taking a stand against this Roe versus Wade, and I'm glad that that, that we have people in there that could do this. And uh, we thank you for listening. And um, I, as always, I would like to say a prayer. Holy Spirit, teach us what it is to be a man of our home, of our community, and of our churches, and teach us to be godly, courageous men. Amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service.
ready to experience an unforgettable weekend full of food, fellowship, competitions, and the anointed Word of God. Come be a part of the annual Real Men Rally, May 20th and 21st at the Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Come expecting a mighty move of God Friday night at 6 p.m. with international speaker, author, and the founder of Revival Makers, Tony Suarez. All his power, all of his might, because he filled you with the Holy Ghost, and now his name is on your life, and because of the name, you have access to the inheritance that belongs to the name of Jesus. I'm going to stop right here and say thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. On Saturday, come have breakfast with us at 8 a.m., followed by a dynamic session from Pastor Joe Dobbins of the Twin Rivers Worship Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Worship provided by the Palace of Praise Worship Team. Gather up your friends and be a part of this memorable weekend. Tickets for this event are just $20 in advance or $25 at the door. Buy your tickets today in person at the Real Men Rally booth in the church foyer or online at realmenrally.com. For group rates, please contact the church at 573-785-4232 or by email, contact us at palaceofpraise.com. Real Men Rally 2022 featuring Tony Suarez, Joe Dobbins, and the Palace of Praise Worship Team Friday night, May 20th, and Saturday, May 21st at the Palace of Praise. If you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. 